0: Welcome to Watershed's October podcast. My name is Mark Cosgrove, Head of Programme here at Watershed. Following the recent Venice and Toronto film festivals, you could, with justification, easily believe that there is a renaissance in British filmmaking. I say easily believe because of the headlines that have followed the success or positive reception of British films and filmmakers at these festivals. Films such as Jonathan Glazer's Under the Skin and Steve McQueen's 12 Years a Slave... Amasanti's Bell and Pavel Pavlovsky's The Double were just some of the 20 British films premiering. Only four months before in Cannes the death knell for British filmmaking was being readied. Cannes is probably still the granddaddy of film festivals and the main bellwether for taking the critical temperature and prognostications in the state of a country's filmmaking. This year only two British films Cleo Bernard's The Selfish Giant and Paul Wright's For Those in Peril Played in any prominent section of the festival Regardless of the quality of these films The press had a field day on the poor state of filmmaking in the UK This perceived rise, fall and rise again Of British filmmaking seems to be the most consistent aspect of the industry However, what happened at Venice and Toronto was extraordinary As well as the films mentioned above Actors Daniel Radcliffe and Benedict Cumberbatch Had three films apiece they were starring in and promoting and the on-screen pairing of Judy Dench and Steve Coogan and Stephen Freer's Philomena were getting rave reviews. Such critical success and such range, from sci-fi to comedy, and quality is to be both admired and justly celebrated. However, from the press coverage, one would think these films came from nowhere ready for success. This is clearly not the case, and when you dig a bit deeper you realise just how journalese these dramatic stories of boom to bust actually are. As it so happened, we had encounter Short Film and Animation Festival here in Bristol, immediately after Toronto. At the opening screening, I pointed out that these films and filmmakers do not come fully formed, ready to receive such acclaim. The talent and the success is hard developed, supported and won. And that of the many short films and animations we were about to see over the five days of the festival... Remember that you saw them here at Encounters first, when their directors, cast or crew figure in future successes in Toronto, Venice or Cannes. The talent, whether in front or behind the camera, needs to be provided with platforms to both showcase and also to connect with audiences and industry. Encounters Festival is one of those important places. So it was timely and great that the two main prizes selected by international juries, picked British films as Grand Prix winners. For animation, it was In the Air as Christopher Grey, directed by Felix Massey. And for live action, it was Orbit Ever After by Jamie Stone. Both films are now eligible for the 2014 Academy Awards. Orbit Ever After was also put forward for the European Film Academy Awards. So remember these films and those names for future years. And as I said after the festival it is great that UK filmmaking success continues from Venice and Toronto on to Bristol. For an excellent roundup of talent to watch, read Catherine Bray's report from the festival on Film4.com. This month at Watershed, we follow the celebration of UK talent with a clutch of new British films. Both titles which screened at Cannes open this month Cleo Barnard's Selfish Giant is one of the most extraordinarily powerful and intensely emotional films I have seen for a while. Its milieu and genre may be overly familiar. As film critic Jonathan Romney said, it taps into the motherlode of British social realism. But it does so in such a distinctive way and with incredible performances from its young cast that you forget all that came before. Paul Wright's debut film, For Those in Peril, announces a fresh filmmaking talent whose storytelling and direction reminded me of early Nicholas Roig. What more do you need to know? And on the international scene, Philippines set action-packed Metro Manila, directed by Brit Sean Ellis, and Mr John set in Singapore, directed by Christine Malloy and Joel Lawler. What connects these two films with Paul Wright and Cleo Barnard? They developed their craft in short films some of which have been screened in previous editions of Encounters Festival. In addition, Roger Michel continues his collaboration with writer Hanif Qureshi for a fourth exploration of love, this time in Paris with the sublime pairing of Jim Broadbent and Lindsay Duncan. I'm not in some jingoistic pain here. What these demonstrate is the continuing depth and quality of filmmaking coming from these shores. Continuing that demonstration, we're doing a focus on one of the UK's most iconoclastic new directors, Ben Wheatley, who effortlessly redefines British genre filmmaking, alongside one of Britain's most iconic and maverick films, The Wicker Man, which gets a welcome re-release. Finally, the documentary is the long-standing, defining genre of the UK. As we know from its founding father, John Grierson, this genre did not simply mean slavishly pointing the camera at real life and filming. Grierson famously defined documentary as the creative treatment of actuality and also said, the only reality which counts in the end is the interpretation which is profound. Two leading exponents of this approach have film screening this month. John Acumfra, who came to prominence for his radical documentaries with the Black Audio Film Collective in the 80s, has made a timely portrait of influential cultural theorist Stuart Hall. Meanwhile, Sophie Fiennes, reunites with philosopher and cultural theorist Slavov Zizek for The Perverse Guide to Ideology, a dizzying exploration of the meaning behind and in some of Hollywood's most celebrated films. And if you want to find out more about how the documentary is being reshaped and reimagined in the multi-platform digital world, then follow new projects being developed as part of the future documentary sandbox at react huborg Dot uk forward slash future doc sandbox much then to engage entertain and provoke this month and to celebrate as these films and filmmakers attest to the ongoing creativity of British filmmaking that's all for this month.